and we're off. Yo, allow me to reintroduce myself. Yes, sir. It has been a while since we've been behind the mic, but it is good to be back. I'm your host, Justin Chrysostomo, and you are listening to the Competitor News Podcast episode motherfucking 30, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm with my same squad, same squad. My guys, Tim and Gilo, how at this? I'll let him. Dude, dude, if you were going to do that whole Jay-Z line, I was like, dude, don't, don't do that. 30 step don't, 30. Yeah, yeah. 30 on 30. You know what I'm saying? 30 for 30. Welcome back, boys and girls. Is 30. What episode is this? 30, 30. motherfucker. Oh, shit. Damn. 30. Good to be back. Hey, Curry 30. Good, good to be back. Sorry we've been Steph gone for so long. Just take, it, take the mic, man. Yes, Stop. sir. Tell us up. All right. So for episode 30, we're talking 49ers. We're going to do part four of Rapid Fire, which is going to be brought to you by our man, Gilo. So stay tuned and stick around for that. So uh, where we been at though? Let's tell them what's where up. Where we been at? So just me, start with you, man. In the last four weeks, what November twenty first was episode twenty nine. So it's been a good four weeks for us. Uh, you know me. I've been on my uh, forty hour a week grind like usual. I've uh, been trying to keep up with the content on the Competitor News IG page. Uh, it's oh, let's been, give you a golf clap for that. It's, it's been a little let's, slow, let's but go, no, no, no. I see you. I see you, bro. I see you. I've been big on the Warriors lately because, speaking of, uh, they are up 18 right now on their Friday night matchup against the New Orleans Pelicans in Chase Center right now. But uh, but the bottom line here is uh, I do miss my guys here, Tim and Gilo. Uh, Angelo, Tim, how you guys been? We're good. We're good. We're good. You know. Where, where you been at, bro? Where, where you been at, G? Tell me. Management. Uh, you know, just been, uh, been grinding and uh, a little bit of vacation here and there. Yeah, this fool's been the Kawhi Leonard of the group, for sure. Know? He, yeah, he, he don't, Gilo don't do back-to-backs. He's yeah, too Hollywood for back-to-backs. Back. He's too Hollywood, bro. He's too, too Hollywood for back-to-backs. That's what the contract says. Stop paying. Stop paying. The contract says, all right? Well, yes, sir. Uh, man, uh, it's been crazy. Work's been really busy. Um, I'm getting married next year. So hey, golf clap. A lot of, well, G's getting married next year, too. So that's golf, clap, golf clap, golf clap. He's also, you know, he, he understands we, you know, just got to do a lot of wedding shit. But it's been fun. I'm looking forward to it. But I'm looking forward to tonight even more. So let's get this shit started. Let's do it. All right. So for episode motherfucking 30, we are talking the 49ers to open this up. So two weeks left in the season. The Niners, they went 3-3 three and three in their last six games after starting 8-0. So it certainly has been the dog days, you know, uh, later in the season. But they clinched a playoff berth for the first time in since 2013. And Bittersweet. He, Yes, sir. It, it is. So even if they drop the last two games, they'll be 11-5. and five, And you know what? I'm fine with that because who would have thought, right? So, But the thing is, you can't go into the postseason on a losing streak. And they do have implications on the line. So they can still win the NFC West with these last two games. So if you think about it, the playoffs actually do start for the 49ers tomorrow on Saturday. So uh, it begins with the Rams because – from here on out, the games just get tougher and tougher, and the stakes get higher and higher. They've lost a lot of key guys to injuries. They've had some key guys that haven't played all year because of injury. But yet, here they are at 11-3. and three. They have a seat at the playoff table this year. But the question is right now, how much are they going to eat at that table? Because the Falcons game, to me, that had trap game written all over it. From the kickoff, I felt that they were – they were in an inconsistent rhythm, but they needed to shake that off to load up for the Rams because division games, they tend to be a little more unpredictable because they're two teams that are very familiar with each other. They usually don't like each other. But earlier in the season, I think it was week four, 
that the Rams, uh, they lost to SF 20 to 7. So the Rams right now, currently, they're 8 and 6 from the outside looking in. So for the Rams, they need to win their next couple games and they need the Vikings to lose because they're two back behind the Vikings for the last seed in the playoffs because there's only one seed in the NFC left. And it's probably most likely going to be between the Rams and, um, and and the Vikings there. And that last seed will be, belong to either – Rams are making the playoffs. The, the, the last seed will either belong to the Eagles or the Cowboys for that NFC East. So the, the Niners have been dealing with a lot of injuries. Richard Sherman missed last week, so we, so did K1 Williams, but they are due back for the Rams game. But D Ford isn't. So uh that's gonna be very big because in the last game, D Ford had a couple sacks, so he's not gonna be there uh to do all that. So my question now, let's go let's go over to Angelo. Gilo, what, what do you think? What how do you like the Niners' chances with these last two games to finish off the rest of the season? Uh to go uh Levi Stadium against LA and then they go to Seattle for week 17 against Seattle. I think it's going to be very hard and very tough. Obviously, division games are going to be really, really, really hard. Regardless, of, when it comes to division games, like, look, records don't matter because you know they know you too familiar with what Justin said. So I really think it's going to be really tough. It's a big test tomorrow, you know, because you know they're they're going against Jalen Ramsey and they haven't played him yet regarding regarding his trade and everything. So I just hope that like tomorrow would be another blowout. I think they they're they're a plus or they're a minus six to win tomorrow. So I think everything would be good, and then you know you just put you just put all the marbles, all the marbles in the Seattle game, which probably is going to be if they go into situation into that into that week seventeen game where they're going to fight for the division, and whoever wins wins obviously gets a bye week. It's going to be on the Sunday night football, so it's going to be a five o'clock start. It's going to be in Seattle, you know, for all the marbles, whoever gets the bye week and and go on out. So I really think that you know they have a they still have a really good chance of just. The only thing that's stopping you is just all these injuries and everything. But, hey, you know what? It's the NFL. Everyone has injuries. We're not the only team. So, you know, we just got to deal with it and just see what our team is going to bring upon us. Well, you know, one thing I'll say is this. is um, It was really concerning last week, you know, with the 49er defense uh, not applying any pressure at all with Matt Ryan. And I'm, I'm concerned this week because um, we're playing a better team with more weapons. And Solid has to have a better game script on the defensive side. They have to put more pressure. And I actually, I, I've, I've overheard that Sherman will be playing um, on Saturday. Uh, I believe he will be. Yes. I think personally is a rush move because I think they, there are problems in the secondary right now with this team. Um, but it starts with the front, and they've got to put more pressure um, um, to the quarterback. And um, you know, the Rams—they're going to be fired up. They got blew, they got blew out last week, and um, this could be a second trap game for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Richard Sherman, like he might not be uh, 100% when he comes into this game, but it's literally just the presence of Sherman that makes all the difference. Yes, he only guards one side of the field, but his leadership, his presence, uh, uh, just knowing that Jared Goff is, you know, looking at him, staring at him on the other side of the field that, you know, you don't want to throw it to that side, whoever's lined up on that side. Because, you know, even if he's lost a step or two, Richard Sherman is still Richard Sherman. He's one of the... Uh, one of the brightest corners on the field in the league. He's one of the best leaders in the game. Pro Bowl again this he's year. A pro, he's a pro bowler again this year, along with Juszczyk, along with Kittle, along with Bosa, which is a potential rookie of the year. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, so I believe that also the uh, who was missing was Kwan Williams la uh, last week. He's due back uh, this week against the Rams. So having Kwan Williams uh, to play against the slot, against uh, to match him against Cooper Cup or Tyler Higby when he's in, lining up in the tight end, or even Robert Woods, that quick slot, 
you know, that he's pretty shifty in the middle too. So Kwan Williams, he's a good slot corner. Good to have him back. But uh, like I said, the stakes are literally just going to get higher and higher. The 49ers, they control their own destiny. They have to win the games each week for to match the stakes because they, they're going to shift or they're going to uh, just get a little higher each week. So they have to beat the Rams to ensure that week 17 is for the division because if they drop again, drop the game against the Rams and in Seattle uh, wins the game against uh, uh, Arizona in week, uh, week 16, then Seattle will automatically uh, take that uh, division, the NFC West, and the 49ers will be in the brink of having the fifth or it's, the fifth or sixth seed if the Vikings win out. So it's a it's a plethora of uh, different scenarios that the 49ers are dealing with after starting 8-0. But the bottom line, in my opinion, in a biased opinion, is whatever happens, even if they lose the rest of the games and lose the first round in the playoffs, that to me is still a win this season for the 49ers because no one thought they would have this much victories or even make the playoffs. They weren't due to make the playoffs this season. Yeah, but you got to be greedy now knowing that you did win all these games and knowing that your, your three losses came from a last-second walk-off yeah. or a last-second field goal or a last-second Within the touchdown. last 20 seconds, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not like you had that one game where you just kind of iffy, like, yeah, we got blown out. So I don't know if this team is, is actually legit enough to contend with the NFL. This team's legit. This team is ready. This team is the most consistent. This team scores the most points in the NFL. Is that right? I mean, do they lead the league in points? They do. They lead they the league do. points. Wow. Over. Wow. Probably because of the New Orleans game. Probably because of the you know, that New Orleans game. That's definitely the bigger outlier. But, you know, anyway, go ahead, Jim. But Sorry. to me, like, look, the last the, – the two the two losses, the last loss with, with ATL, we all knew that was a trap game. They just came from a very, very good game against New Orleans the, the week before, but the one I was like really proud of, even though we didn't win, was the Baltimore game. Yeah, it's because like you you stopped that team from averaging over thirty points a game on their condition, on their hometown, under all that weather, and they still played a good game. We you know if it weren't for a Hall of Fame kicker like Justin Tucker, you know that game could have went our way also. But hey, you can't win everything, right? So that game to me showed that like like I wasn't even tripping when when they lost. I was just like, hey, look, you know they stopped them. They did great. Unfortunately, you know. We didn't make enough plays whatsoever, but man, in, in the AFC standpoint, where how, how cold it was, and you know, people were telling me that that lived out there that was like, you know, it was so miserable with the weather, and it played a big part. You know, for a team that comes from Cali, played so good over there, and then obviously we, we all know what how New Orleans ended up. So, I you know whatever seed they are, yeah, I you know I will be pretty sad if they ended up you know like sixth or fifth seed because I do want the bye week. You know, I want them to get healthy. Let the NFC run through Levi Stadium. That would be so great, you know, especially with all the fans and for us to to finally see it. Because, you know, during the Hallball years, we were never number one. We've always had to play the, the NFC Championship game on the road. And the year that we went to the Super Bowl against Atlanta, we barely got it through. So I'm just really hoping that we can finally do that. And a fun fact, uh, in the in that those Harbaugh years, Colin Kaepernick still has an above five hundred road playoff record. Anyway, go ahead, Tim. Um, well, maybe I mean the loss last week. It, we all kind of felt that this was going to be a trap game. I think we all kind of felt that deep down. I, I I overheard that with Shanahan, he was trying to fire up the team because they knew that this could be a potential trap, you know. And lo, lo and behold, look what the results were. What do you blame it on? You know, it's a young team, man. I think it's a young team. Um, you know, they've never been here before. This is a long season, you know, and 
It could be a good thing for this team, though, because you're getting the cobwebs out of the way now, right? I think it was always going to be decided in Seattle last game of the season. It was always going to come down to that anyway. Even if the Niners didn't lose, Seattle won last week, right? It was always going to come down to that Seattle game in Week 17, no matter what. We have to win out. They're, I, I believe, and call me a homer, I believe that they're going to win on Saturday and they're going to win um, decidedly. Um, but uh, a lot of uncertainties. We're very confident with this team. But like I said, this could potentially be a, a second trap game for the 49ers. Yeah, so it, it all depends. Uh, trap game. Should we take the shot? <laughs> you know, by the way, uh, off topic, we are doing some Don Julio shots during episode 30 right now because it is a celebration. It is Friday. It is episode 30. It is considered a milestone here for the Competitor News Podcast. Thank you for listening, by the way. I'm Justin, your host. I'm with Gilo. I'm with Tim. Let's take this shot. Here we go, baby. Here we go. Clank that. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Competitor News Podcast. Keep talking. So, yeah. So, I'm really excited. You know, this – for football being – the number one sport in America, you know, to me, it's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than baseball. Like, having your team succeed and what they've been through this season, like, you know, this is just what you what you think about every week and week out because it's one game per week. And having, having the success that we've been having is like, you know, it's a complete blessing. But at the same time, it's like it's very nerve-wracking. It's stressful. Let me ask you something. You know? Let me ask you something. What is it going to take this year for them to win it all? Like, I'm just going to ask because just like you said, right, you got to take advantage of the time now, right? Thank you. you, for, you okay, so what is it going to take to, to win this all? Damn, I, I'm so glad you fucking said that. Because anyone, anyone of you guys can answer that question. Home field advantage. Go ahead. Yeah. Why? Because they, to me, having the bye week, especially with a lot of injuries and possibly getting a lot of players back, having the bye week is one. Jimmy G has to play good, too. And the defense just has to carry it. Now, I'm not saying Jimmy G has to play Drew Brees type of stats. He just has to play that quarterback where he doesn't make those stupid interceptions that he does every week. Because when it comes to the playoffs, if you make those pick sixes and you get those scores down, it's going to be really hard to come down. So I really think home field will be really, really good. So they have to win. Do they have to win these two they, games? They, it's a must. Yes, they must have win. to. They have, if they want to take over the NFC – and yes, they have to win let these you, games. Let they, you go. Let you they go. have to be undefeated from now on to win the Super Bowl. That's, wow. the, that's the way I feel wow. about it. But hey, wow. if, it's I, that, I, if it's that much drama, then so be it. But I think they can do it. I'm not trying to sound like a homer. I think they can do it. I think there, there's going to be some growing pains. Get the Cowboys can out the play, way. Can you play in Seattle, NFC Championship, knowing the history that we have? And them two go. It's not Kaepernick this time, though. It's Jimmy G. It is. That's true. That's true. I, you know what? Here's the thing about Seattle. Um you're going to really see their true identity. They've been beating teams by like six points, right? Like like at a minimum, like six points, one score games, right? Like, I I mean, they're a good gutsy team, but I, I don't really – do we really feel Seattle is a Super Bowl contender? I believe so. They are – like, it's either going to be between literally – Because no one's it, talking about it, that. It, no, if no one's saying Seattle's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, and no one's I mean, talking about right? Buffalo either. I mean, R Russell Wilson is MVP candidate, so we know about him out. We know about Buffalo. Buffalo is not going to be anywhere unless Tom That's Ray another topic. Me. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm really glad that you – this is – in my opinion, this is what needs to happen if the 49ers want to win the Super Bowl or even get there. Like I said – the, the playoffs pretty much start for the 49ers tomorrow. And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to play like that $137 million quarterback 
like he's supposed to be. Six best contract in the league now. He's gonna. That's that's fast. He has to play. He has to be the X factor, the leader, the 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 guy. You know, the number one go to guy. He has to show his guys the way, so, guide them, and it's all, in my opinion, is all so up he, to how Jimmy G performs. So in he, these next, he has games. to play Drew Brees status, or do you feel like? So you're, that's what you're saying because to me, I was saying he just has to play mediocre, good football, and let the I, defense. I, I wouldn't do it. say Drew Brees. I'd say, well, I wouldn't say Drew Brees. This is what I'd say: he has to play the best football he's ever played in his career. Okay, he's so, playing pretty damn well. So, so I see what you're saying. Does he have to play like Drew Brees? Last week, when we see how struggled, how how the defense was struggling against Matt Ryan, yeah, we kind of needed Jimmy G to play like Drew Brees, right? There are times where I feel like he needs to be more aware. There are times we just need to score. You know, I feel like we're a little bit too conservative sometimes with with the offense. Sometimes we run, sometimes we throw, sometimes we, you know, I I. But he did play good. No. You, you, know, you know what's funny? Oh, that's is, fine, but ni- 19 points isn't enough you, you against know, Matt Ryan. You know, right? uh, this season, the games where Jimmy G throws an interception, it's the out. 49ers are 8 and 1. And when Jimmy G throws zero interceptions, they are 3 and 2. Bro, you got to so, score 30 points against Atlanta. So statistically, when Jimmy right? G throws a turnover, the 49ers win wait, more wait. than they lose. Side topic. You know? Side topic. This was driving me crazy. Can I just get this out of the way? Why the fuck were they not double teaming Julio Jones? Every single fucking time. Because you're playing with a bunch of second strings. Holy shit, but can you at least put another guy on him? Because fucking Every he, time. You know why you know the why they lost that final drive too? Because Robert Solid decided to blitz when he never does. Oh. And then he decided to play man to man without Richard Sherman. And, then, and, then, and without K1 Williams. And, supposedly, and without Jakowski Tart. Exactly. And supposedly the old line for Atlanta was holding up because Bosa was so damn mad. He's like, yo, I gotta play fucking better. Bosa, yep. Bosa admitted himself. He said he was trying technique that he hasn't tried all season. Was quiet that he game. said he was uh he was uh, missing his pass he rushes. He put the loss on him. He he did. He admitted it. He didn't do anything that game. He, yeah, he got one sack. He got one sack, but it was a it was a sack that didn't really mean. He got anything. schemed up. He got yeah. schemed up. Look, I I will give them a pass because you're playing with a bunch of second stringers when it comes to the backfield, you know. But then again, Robert Sala is responsible for not two plays in a row not to put. A damn body on Helio Jones, where you could have played box one type of situation, where like you're playing a zone and, it, and someone's having just guarding him. Like, right? I, I get it, but Julio's Julio. Julio, that's he's a, the best receiver. He's a top three the, receiver. He was one on one every he is time. A, he is Michael Thomas and DeAndre. There yeah. was no one even on top of him. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. But you know that that loss. It, it is. It, it is what it is. Like we kind of knew it was a trap. We kind of knew it was going this and that. Jimmy G played played decent. You know, but like. If this if this what it takes to do for a learning experience where they can go undefeated from now to the Super Bowl, then then, then I'll take it. Yeah, it is Boston. it is what it is, Boston. But you know, the the good thing is we didn't get whooped. <laughs> it's we not didn't. like it's not like we laid an egg like the way New Orleans against Atlanta where they laid an egg. And hey, they lost. Did, did you see when they scored the last touchdown? How people did they hit when they? Uh, there's a lot of people that bet Atlanta the plus, and they got the plus when they scored that last. That yeah. fucking <laughs> last turnover. It was just like just like when San Francisco did that against Arizona. One point and the and it went over. <laughs> And it went over. Unbelievable. Can you imagine if you hit that on your parlay, dude? Oh, I know. I know. And I ain't gonna lie. That New Orleans game, I I had a uh, I had a three team parlay. I had Seattle that Monday night, which they covered over. Okay. I had the over against the Saints, where they covered second half, and I had the money line to seal my parlay. 49ers? For the 49ers. <laughs> so that kick that Robbie Gold did 
That was a lot on the line oh. to win a certain percentage that we would have got. That's why, like, I was so nervous. But that game was so good. But let me ask you this since we're about New Orleans. If they play again in the NFC Championship, depending what the situation is, how we talked about, like, hey, do they need hope for the advantage? How do you think they're going to win? If they play New Orleans NFC Championship in New Orleans, do they have a shot? Uh, second time around, it's going to be tough. They have a shot. Of course they It will not go over as much. I guarantee that. I mean, if, as in, as in points-wise. It won't be a shootout like that. I don't think Drew Brees is going to allow them to lose at home again a second time against the 49ers or any team in the NFL. So right? you're saying you put your money on Drew Brees to beat them. If it's in New Orleans, yeah. So you're saying you need the you need the 49ers to have home field advantage. Then. Yes. Okay. With Yes. So I, you need I, them to win the division. I don't think just because I don't think Jimmy G can win anywhere. Drew Brees can win everywhere, right? But not outside, he's not an outside cold weather quarterback. Well, who would you rather trust, Jimmy G or Drew Brees right now? Of course, of course, Drew Brees with but experience. I mean, there you go. I mean, I know, but there. You, I mean, I'm just it's just a question, off right? Topic, it's a question, right? Off topic. I don't think Russell Wilson can win in the playoffs. Either place except Seattle. Do you trust? Do you trust Russell Wilson or exactly. you trust Jimmy G? That's what I'm saying. I trust. That's why I rather I trust Jimmy G. So you guys are making my. Point. I trust Russell Wilson if he's playing in Seattle, but I trust Jimmy G if he has to go to so Seattle. Two minute, two minute drive. Jimmy G or Russell Wilson Jimmy doesn't G. matter. Jimmy G. No, Russell Wilson on a Jimmy two minute drive in 2019. Jimmy G. Where? Really? In 2019, Jimmy, Jimmy G. Where? And I love and I love my 49ers, but I I mean I still don't. I mean when okay Jimmy yes he scored 48 points, but I don't know. In a two-minute drive, Russell Wilson anywhere, it, especially me, in the dome. It depends where. With Emmanuel and Kittle, uh, Jimmy oh, G. Okay, in the dome, Russell Wilson would right in the dome, like in a neutral spot. Let's say um, and Pepsi. <laughs> so, so you're saying if, if if New Orleans played Seattle in the we're dome, talking about Russell Wilson. Yeah, uh, yeah. New Orleans played Seattle. Let's say the New Orleans played Seattle NFC Championship mm-hmm. and. Russell Wilson had the ball two minute warning to score mm-hmm. to get him the Super Bowl. You put your money on that. Oh, I like that. I like, you my like that. I like my. That's a 50-50. I like my chances. Because to me, Russell Wilson could only win in Seattle. And that's that's myself too. I believe that. He's too. Got a ring, boys. He does. Like in twenty thirteen, got, got a ring, boys. Yeah, you know with, what I mean. With the Legion of Boom, he's dude. He's gonna be an MVP candidate this year. I know. I'm all. I he him. is a candidate, but he's, he's not the MVP. MVP. Where are we going with this? I thought we were talking about Jimmy G versus Russell Wilson. No, where we're going we're, we're, is – We're talking about real quick is, if, is if Russell Rose, Wilson can win on the road that in the, the playoffs. Yes, so we're yes. All, So we're practically all yes, agreeing. Yes, he can. So we're practically all agreeing. Not without Marshawn. Okay, wait. So, well, they're in first place in NFC West right now. Right? So, so we're basically hmm. agreeing that right. for mean, the Niners to go to the Super Bowl, yes. they have to have home field advantage. Yes. yes. Because if you play NFC Championship – in New Orleans, they'll lose. If you play the NC Championship in Seattle, they'll lose. If you have to play NC Championship for some reason, then Green Bay will lose. But the, okay, it depends. I think the Niners can beat Green Bay. The Green, Green Bay is not. Yeah, a very Green good Bay team. is just I, not a good team. I, I am not convinced in the snow. I am not convinced with Green Bay. Five. He could. Jimmy could do what Cap did. Yes, he can. I mean, better. I mean, sure, G. Like if, you, if you're talking about like yeah, in the snow, this and that. Yeah, I mean, probably gonna have to give it to, to Green Bay at Green Bay, but no. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it, even even at that, I still don't. I I, I don't think Green Bay is a good team to to use. As Not a playoff team. They're yeah. in the regular season. You, you want to talk about the Saints? You want to, you know, you want to talk about the Saints? You want to talk about, um, you know, Seattle? Fine, but not Green Bay. So so we just have all agreement. They need hope and advantage. Yes. Okay. Here. All right. All right. All right. Uh, before we end this, before we end the first half, how far are the Niners going to go? Go Super Bowl, NFC Championship, eliminating the NFC division, eliminate the first round. What I, I can't give you that answer. I don't know until, until the CD. I don't know. 
I can't give you that. There's answer. my answer. I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm going to go They make it to the Super Bowl, at least. Regardless, sixth spot, fifth spot, or... Regardless, sixth spot, fifth spot, first spot, seventh spot, fucking... I'll, I'll answer that. I'll answer that once we get the seating down. I'll just say that... I got to see the format. They they can do... But they, they, but they, they have enough to do whatever yeah, they, they... have, the they have enough they to have, do. They have enough to do whatever they want to accomplish. What, what I'm going to say right? is, I know Green Bay is not going to be there. And I believe Seattle and... Seattle, New Orleans, and San Francisco can make it to the Super Bowl in the NFC. That's all I know. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, get, so, to, we'll, we'll get to that in the next podcast once we get to seating. So we're going to take a little break here. Take a little when break. We, when we come back, we're going to do rapid fire by, you know, your very own host over here. I'm going to give these guys the questions. They got to answer on top of their head, and they got to give me the best answer as possible. And we'll see where we go Shut from your here. bitch ass up. Very, Shut your very, bitch very ass fun. up. But aside from that, this is Comparing News Podcast. I'm J-Lo, Justin, Tim. We'll be right back. We back. Man. Episode 30, Bang Bang Niner Gang. We back. Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Gilo, co-host of the Comparing News Podcast. Join us weekly on Spotify and Anchor as we discuss the latest sports news and updates. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, what's up, guys? This is your co-host, Gilo, from the Comparing News Podcast. Please tune in to Spotify and Anchor whenever you want to hear us come down and bring that fire with my co-host, Tim Didico, and my main host, Justin. Come see us. That's right. Justin Grisostomo, Tim Didico, Competitor News Podcast. Please tune in to Spotify and Anchor as we bring the most up-tuned Spotify. Ah! All right. Thanks for sticking around, guys. This is episode 30. It's time for some rapid-fire part Terrell four. Davis. Brought to you by G-Lo. So let's, all, let's go over this real quick. G-Lo has a bunch of questions, and uh, Timmy6 and I will... Answer them in rap as rapidly as we can. The objects is to say what first comes to mind, but I believe there is this is our fourth time doing this. There so. will be objects thrown, ob- objectiles, <laughs> objects, everything. Bro. You know, I'll tell you right now that there will be some hesitation. So whenever you're ready, G fire away. All right, here we go. Rabbit fire questions. Let's do this. All right, short and sweet, make it good, and Tim, don't go overboard as you do as always. Boop, boop. All right. If healthy. Mahomes or Lamar? Lamar. 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 Lamar right now. (laughs) Stupid. Pick Mahomes. All right. Tripping. Start a team. Which is a better coach? Belichick or Walsh? Belichick. Belichick. I agree. Belichick. Wow. Even Justin said that, you homer-ass motherfucker. Top of the head. I love you, man. The Mount Rushmore wrestling. Give me four. Go. Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and Macho Man Randy Savage. The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, oh gosh. That's just two. Bret Hart. Okay. Damn, I wanted to include Ric Flair. Uh, and um, But that was I just went fast. And Hulk Hogan. Ric Flair, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. But I mean, honestly, even Ric Flair. No, let me let me take out Macho Man. Okay, quick. This is one of those times we have to analyze now. You can't just name four, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's some. There's there's at least ten. I I didn't even name Ric Flair. I mean, that's just my personal preference. But I love Ric Flair. He's a legend. Okay, okay. There you go. Good. Do you see Oakland getting another NFL team in the next twenty years? Yes. No. Yes. Why? Why? Yes. It's so much of a big market because it's next to San Francisco. And it's California. It's the Bay Area. Okay. I take that back. Um, po- possibly. Because <laughs> Oakland's changing a lot. The housing market's going up. I mean, I don't mean to get political and talk about social class or anything like that. But <laughs> things are changing a lot. Um, you know, status is, grown, is, 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 is climbing in Oakland. Yeah. They can 
I could potentially see them having another team, you know, in the next 20 years or so. But the Raiders definitely ain't coming back to Oakland. I don't see them at all coming in. No you don't party see nobody. Yeah, see they're not even in Vegas over. yet. Are we going to really talk and about them returning? These Oakland? fans are so loyal to the Raiders that, like, even if you bring any well, I don't NFL know. team, I don't know about that, man. No, you'd be surprised, man. I had. I, listen before we go on to the all next our question, friends are going to be my homie that I had that goes to high school gave up as a Raider fan, lifelong fan. He gave up. My wife's cousin. I get it. Same thing. The same thing, just right. My wife's cousin. I'm telling you, Jeets, it's probably more common than you think. Become a Niner fan. No, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Bang bang. God. You know, first of all, before we go, stop with that bang bang niner gang. Bang bang <laughs> niner gang. All right, let's go. <laughs> Has Robert Sala earned an NFL coaching job? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Well, you know what? Um, I guess yes, but not this. I don't think next season, but the season after, maybe. Well, last week sure didn't look like it. Guys, we're three minutes in. You guys can analyze. Go ahead. <laughs> the, uh, shoot. I, I mean, mean, best defense, best defensive line in the league. You, they were four and twelve last year. They're eleven and three. Best I think it's this too. Year. I think it's too soon to ask that question. Too. I mean, we still got a long season to go. Um, we still got a couple games left. The Niners are in the playoffs. Let's let's answer that question. When I we mean, get put it put it this way: as long as Shanahan's been there, so is Robert Sala, and he's seen the same success and downfalls Shanahan has. So he's working as hard as he has. Well, I mean, I guess if Freddie Kitchens can get a job, I guess anybody can get a job. Cash money. Yeah, let's go. Cash money, young money. All right. Aside from Gordon Willis. Who should the Niners retire next as a jersey number? Aside from 21 and 52. Seven. And I'm not talking about Cap. I'm talking about Ken Dorsey, baby. Fuck Terrell Owens. Hey! That's a fucking good-ass one. I agree. I don't think anyone should wear 81 anymore. I say that because I know I don't want to analyze every question, but has there been another player that good? No. Since that time, right? And think that about buff. it. Think about it. Think about it, right? Yeah, there, aside from Willis and Gore. No. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Exactly. Yeah, that has exactly. an impact. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you would want to retire Terrell Owens because he didn't. I mean, I don't know if the longevity was there as a Niner, but I well, mean, here, here's he played, what, well, he played what, like seven seasons? I don't know if you could retire a number for that period of time, right? Can well, you? I mean, you can, I guess you, I, you I mean, can retire any, any time. Yeah, ask the Miami Heat. Yeah. Shoot! Wow, <laughs> this is the one that always been getting me. How come they haven't retired? Be young. Didn't they retire twenty three? The, the Heat. Didn't they retire twenty three because of Michael Jordan or something like that? I have. You, you know, I'm gonna have to Google some that. Some dumbass shit. Yes, they did. Dumb, right? Yes, some dumbass shit like that. I'm not, I don't mean to get off topic, but you know. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Should the Raiders retire numbers. Yes, of course. Yeah. How, how so why do you think they don't, including with Dallas? Because that's just what they want. Because that not one, but that's just what but they've been doing. It's very weird seeing someone wear eighty-one. Is 12, the let me ask you this question: Is the NFL 24. does the NFL follow the old school? Aren't they old school? They old don't. School. Are, don't they? Don't they like to keep the tradition, protect the shield? Right. Autumn win in Las Vegas. Does, I yes, mean, I I, ask the same fucking question with Pittsburgh. They don't retire numbers, right? Here's Dallas. Okay. Wait, are you sure Pittsburgh? Emmitt Smith's number's not retired. Pittsburgh doesn't. Troy Aikman's not retired. Michael Irvin's not retired. I don't don't think Pittsburgh retires their numbers. That's a fun fact. Can you Google that? No, no, I don't. Dude, no one has worn number twelve since since Bradshaw. I could be wrong. I could. I know for sure it's Dallas. Dallas doesn't. Can you fact check that when you get a chance later? I could be wrong. I thought Pittsburgh doesn't retire numbers either. Anyway. Okay. But yeah, they should retire numbers. Um, but I mean, honestly, it's not a deal breaker for me. It's a personal preference. If they want to do it, they should do it. If they don't, they don't. Are all these Seattle wins luck or big, or are they big-time contenders? They're big-time contenders because I, Russell Wilson, he's the truth, man. Just like my creamer, half and half. 
Yeah, I mean, you know I, what? I mean, just because well, of that, didn't we just talk about just because before of that. the fucking mic, we we, we put, turned this fucking mic on that no one even believed in Seattle. Nobody still believes in Seattle. All of a sudden, they're half and half. They can win the NFC West. I oh, you like that? I you, like you that. like that? I, you like that? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, no one's talking about Seattle winning at all. Yeah. All right, gotcha. So, better pinstripe jerseys. Orlando Magic or the Chicago Bulls? <laughs> New York Yankees. New York Yankees, okay? Uh, Orlando. Well, that Orlando. Was the question. Orlando Magic. You know why? Orlando Magic. But you know why? You know why? I'm Shaq and Penny, you. baby. Because of Penny. Shaq and Penny, baby. The Penny, Orlando Penny ones. This and Dennis Scott. Gilo is Mr. Orlando Penny ones all day, dude. I love, I love Penny. Even the New York Knicks ones were so fucking clean. Yeah, those are clean. Yeah. Shy, so clean. The Chi-Town ones, too. Shy-Town. Yep, I got you. Will Derek Carr wear a Las Vegas Raider uniform? No, I, I don't believe so. They, okay, okay, break it down. Okay. Um, go so, ahead. Go ahead. So, Jesus okay, Christ, please. <laughs> We're seven minutes in. I think. I, I think. Um, I, they guys know where I'm gonna go here. I was watching the 49er game, and then on the side, I was like, "Oh, the Raiders. At least they're gonna win." I think they were up. Was it 16-3 or 16-13, right? Jacksonville. And I was like, "Oh, two minutes left. This is a wrap." Niners lost, right? I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm like, that they ate me up. Come to find out 20 minutes later, I find out that the Raiders lose as well. Guys, that is the worst loss. I heard he got booed. Ever. Out of the arena. They were booing Carr. Some lady got smashed in the head. Somebody threw something and she she was she was gushing. Like it was bad. And I honestly, the Raider fans definitely deserve it. So with John Gruen's situation, he is. He, he's gonna look elsewhere. Carr's done. I Carr believe, is done. I agree. I believe Derek Carr is done. He doesn't make his reads at all. I, I believe Derek Carr is done as an Oakland Raider. Check put down, it, King. Bro. Put it this way: John Gruden is only in the second year of his ten-year deal. Derek Carr isn't his quarterback. Josh Jacobs is his running back, but Derek Carr is not Shout his quarterback. He's Filipino, by the way. Josh Jacobs. Fun fact: Pino. Hey. Is Filipino. His hey. family's Filipino. Shut up. Holla at him. But hey, yes. Don't but my point is, Derek Carr, I believe he played his ass off this season, but he played his ass off to earn a contract somewhere else. Because as, as much as Derek Carr has been playing well this season, I don't see him as an Oakland Raider. I don't see him as a Las Vegas Raider uh, in 2020 and 2021. So uh, I'm sorry. John Gruden's going to look elsewhere. He's probably going to look in the draft. He's going to look in free agency. He's probably going to acquire a veteran for a backup quarterback position and maybe look in the draft maybe. So I feel sorry for Derek Carr. He is a good talent. He he had a great year uh, when they made the playoffs and he wasn't able to play when Connor Cook was okay, supposed okay. to start. What is so it? It, it, it just sucks for what, Derek no, Carr. What, what, Derek Carr is just, okay, so, so, just – No, 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 no. I'm going to ask – I'm sorry. What's wrong with David? What's wrong, what's, wrong, what's wrong with Carr? What's wrong with Derek Carr? Yeah, tell me. Give it Whatever me. you see with Derek Carr is the best he can what do. What do you right think now. is wrong with him? Okay, so it brings, me to, so it brings me to my next question, Rapid Fire. Derek Carr changes scenery. Will it make a difference with his career? I don't know. If he if he played in the New England type of style offense, if he played in a different style, that's not look what happened to Mark Cooper. Never forget. But he can't. No, it's not the same Coop, situation. Coop was terrible with the Raiders, but now he flourished against Dallas. Dude, I'm you not, put I'm, him in a different team. Is he going to be a better quarterback? G-Lo. G-Lo. I'm, I'm, I'm You're gonna, comparing gonna, a wide receiver versus a quarterback. No, I'm going to back up Derek Carr real quick. I'm going to back up Derek Carr real quick. Derek, there was so many drop passes from his receivers this oh, season. come on, Jess. So, come on, let, let's say you give Derek Carr a legit wide receiver core. Let's just say that. Yeah, he had Darren Waller. No one knew who Darren Waller was. Oh, you're driving was. me crazy, man. But let, let's just say you give Derek, Derek Carr 
uh, a good wide receiver core that doesn't drop balls. He had Amari Cooper. He had Amari Cooper. What is Dak Prescott doing? Connor Cook had Amari Cooper. What is Dak Prescott doing? The last four games, Amari Cooper's been putting Hall of Fame numbers. Okay, okay, you guys are getting. I'm getting mad. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't. But but I'm gonna say this last thing. You're making me mad. I like the Raiders. Okay, but my homie was at the game. Thank you, and and they were seeing on the fucking jumbotron. How bad Carr would miss his reads. Ring central, bitch ass. There would be times where Tyrell Williams would make a double move. And drop it. And completely miss. He would not even see him. And then he did, ch- he did the check down. So number four is done. Yeah. Okay. Dude, because right. you can't blame it on we the offensive line. We got to move on. The offensive line has three pro bowlers, we, so it's not on the offensive line. It's on the receivers. We have to move on. All right, we'll move on because, you know, these guys just aren't sweating. It's getting me mad. Guys are, like, killing my vibe right now, you know. Shut okay. Will Kawhi get his jersey retired in Toronto? Once all said and done, once his playing career is over, probably in in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one season, one championship. Is that automatically a jersey retired? You know, to me, for some reason, if Masai Najeri is still the president of basketball operations and GM forever in Toronto when Kawhi ends his career, then yes. They will retire Kawhi's jersey because Masai Jerry, Jerry loves Kawhi Leonard. But if he's not in, but if Masai Jerry is not in Toronto when Kawhi Leonard's career ends, then no, his jersey will not be retired because that next GM or president of basketball operations in that time will have no affiliation with Kawhi Leonard and probably won't care to do that. Tim, no, okay. What he said. What he said. What he said. Yeah. What he said. Sexiest coaching job next season: Dallas or Cleveland? Dallas Cowboys, or are you talking about basketball, or football, basketball? I mean, no, football, right? Football. Dallas go, Cowboys I'm... or Cleveland? Sexy no, no, no. Just, you can't. What's, have, what's the sexier question? K- Kitchens about? is coming back. No, he's not. No, he is. No, they said Kitchens is coming back. You think so? No, if, they said that's what they said. Who if said? If not, Google it. Google. No, that, that's true. That's true. No, right? Isn't Kitchens coming what's back? What's sexier? Answer the question. Dallas. Damn. Actually, they're both really good. Exactly. So, what do you think is best? You have OBJ. Jarvis, okay. Baker, okay. Nick Chubb. I, I, okay. I or are you going to have the three that everybody hates in the world? I would take Dallas just because that division, the East is so fucking garbage. And if they just had one really great coach, Dallas had one really great coach, I think they would be far and away from the rest of the division. They have so much more talent on that, on that team in comparison to the rest of the NFC East. Yeah, but you know what? Dallas Cowboys, I believe they, they're they the more sexier pick. They're literally America's team. They're going to be more ready to go for the playoffs. Come get me. Roster. Uh, before because put it this way, you think uh, Jarvis Landry and OBJ will, come get me will be in the Browns organization if, next year. The question is if they're all there. Let's say the, the entire team comes back and they just know head coach. I just think it's apples and oranges. I, I, I still think it's, the, because you got Demarcus Lawrence and then you got Miles Garrett. I still think they're it's really, the Cowboys. Both, I still think it's both, the Cowboys. Miles Garrett's a dirty player. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it doesn't really matter because they're both really talented anyway. You got OBJ. You got Jarvis Landry. You have Amari Cooper. You have. You have fucking who's the other guy? Michael Gallup. I mean, they're they got Zeke. You got Nick Chubb. You got Kareem Hunt. Who, by the way, Kareem Hunt will be a free agent, and he's gonna be hot next. All right, moving the- on. Swag championship. LeBron, Cleveland, or Miami LeBron. Miami LeBron. Stop asking that, Gilo. You already know, bro. Come on. Miami say that LeBron? again. That's say that again. It's Miami LeBron. Miami LeBron. That's or what, Cleveland I mean, championship. You, you you love Miami yeah, LeBron. Ha- but I'm asking the question. I know. It has to be Miami LeBron because it You're wasn't. Such an idiot, because it has to be Miami, Miami LeBron because when Cleveland won, it was Cleveland Kyrie that 
pretty much put him over. In those did you hear games. what they said the, the, the press conference about with, with, with uh, is it with Brooklyn when they were, when I think Katie had his uh, press conference coming into the Nets? We're here to protect Katie. We're here to protect Katie. Did you hear about that? It's like the it's like the way yeah, yeah. Andre says I'm here to protect. Yeah, yeah. Did you <laughs> did you, know, did you hear something about IG? Like they were saying like I think Kyrie was like we're here to protect Katie. Off topic. <laughs> next season when they become good and they're probably gonna be good. They're gonna be good. back. Yeah, they're good. When it comes to tough times, who's the fucking leader of that team? <laughs> who's going to be that guy that's going to be their Draymond? LeVert, dude. LeVert. Yeah, exactly. Harry's LeVert. <laughs> you got two fucking PMSing motherfuckers. Oh, my God. That don't want to take any criticism. That takes every shit to the heart. DeAndre. together. DeAndre, yeah, we sound like some haters, some warrior haters. Dude. Oh, I love KD, but damn, I do. I love him too. I love damn. KD, but he's doing it for his business. He's good, not doing it for a championship. Good riddance. All right, man. moving good, on. Good riddance. PPR purposes. Is this fantasy? Yes, yes, sir. Fantasy football. I don't know PPR what that purposes. is. I don't know what that is. CMC or Pittsburgh Le'Veon Bell? CMC, right man. Are you right no, now? in their prime. So we're talking about Pittsburgh Le'Veon Bell was automatic. Man, that's a really specific question. Yeah, so fucking answer it, um, I mean, I, probably Le'Veon, but I mean, god damn. See, I'm, I'm actually playing against CMC this weekend. So, I mean, I guess I'll answer that question when I find out after what happens. No, no, you can answer it right now. I like Le'Veon was really or good. Or Le'Veon Pittsburgh. Not Le'Veon New York, New York football So, Jets. bias. This is just bias. Um, this is just bias. Um, I, I, I like Le, Le'Veon in his prime was the most patient runner that I've ever seen. So, Le'Veon. Same here. Yeah. Justin? Okay, well, I'm going to pick Le'Veon Belt because he was like, he was so automatic with that team with, with Roethlisberger and A.B. like – like playing as a defense, especially in that league, is just like, dude, who the fuck do you, who the fuck are you gonna guard? So like, that's why Le'Veon was such a patient runner, so good. Justin, you got a, you got a question? Uh, you got an answer? What on was that? the questioning? PPR purposes, CMC, CMC or Le'Veon? Or Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell. Oh, I'm going with CMC all day, man, because he's literally the focal point of that offense. There's no one else that you want to throw to on first down, third down, second down, whatever. Like on Pittsburgh, when uh, when Le'Veon Bell was there, you had Antonio Brown, you had Bell, you had Juju in his uh, early year. So, but on Carolina, you just literally have CMC and Camus, if that. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Should the NFL change their OT rules so each team has an opportunity to score during overtime? Yes. Like college. Yes. Like college football. What do you like mean? college without the thirty. Like for example, you don't think it's good. You don't think it's good enough, right? If now? the Ravens and the Niners playing the Super Bowl and it goes to overtime and Lamar scores a touchdown, does does Jimmy G get a chance to rebuttal and take his team down the field instead yes. of the game being over? Yes. Go ahead. You can answer that, Justin. You say yes. Yes, I believe because put it this way. Let's say Lamar. Let's say that does happen. I thought and, this was rapid fire. And Lamar. It is rapid fire. And Lamar goes down the field and scores. So it's proven that okay. Baltimore win, win, wins that game, but he, they win it on being able to not see if Jimmy G has what it takes to bring his team back. So Jimmy G gets to watch on the sideline and watch his team go down in flames. I mean, that's, I mean, it's morally, it doesn't sound fair, but you know, that's the way the game has been played all these years. It's like, a, you it's know? like the same situation with New England and ATL. New yeah. England went all the way and scored and ATL didn't have a chance such as Patrick Mahomes against New England in the AFC Championship, where they scored and they didn't get to rebuttal. Yeah, so it, it, it's the college game does have it right in a in some facet that you know they want to give the facet <laughs> they want to give uh, both offenses a chance to you know give it all they have. But you know when it comes to the NFL, it's 
I don't know. I don't know why they don't implement that rule, you know? I don't have a problem with the overtime rules right now. I think, I mean, dude, if you get the ball first and you score a touchdown, you come down the field, I think that's so fair. It wouldn't bother you if, I mean, lost, uh, if, no. if the Niners lost that in the I mean, uh, to, No, I'm just saying, like, I don't have an issue right now with how overtime is being played. I think it's they've already changed the rule many times over the years. Look, if you score the first touchdown first, yeah, I really do think you should win the game. Okay? Yeah, let's, I let's, end this, let's wrap right. this shit up. It's football, you know what I'm Maybe saying? Like that. Better, for, better NFL candidate coach for next season: Nick Saban or Jim Harbaugh? Huh. Jim Harbaugh. Nick Saban. Only, only because he knows what it's uh, like to coach a uh, playoff team. What well, has Harbaugh team. done in, in Michigan? Yeah, no, but not. It's it's not about what he's done in Michigan. It's what he's done in the NFL in Michigan. Look at his reputation. And Nick Saban. He's tried to coach in Miami Dolphins. And yeah, but he didn't I'm, do much. But I'm saying, like, have you not heard the story of Harbaugh wearing his players out? I mean, I think Saban deserves another chance. Well, who in the is NFL. he? George Carl? Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I mean, I'm hearing the same thing in Michigan so right now. They're so getting picking, tired. So you're picking Nick Saban. I would say Saban just because everywhere Harbaugh has been, people are just tired of him. They just grow tired of him after a while. I, I, think it, I think his formula it's is not like, reasonable. His formula is too old school for this type of uh, football. You proved my yeah. point. There yeah. you go. All right. Is Curry and KD the reason why the NBA ratings are so terrible, or is it because Zion is out? I just think there's a lot of different things going on. There's political. There's um, – I also think that mainly – I think mainly whatever you want to say politically or whatever your beliefs are, it's a long season. And I actually think that if they do change the format and make it more tourney-like, I think it will make the game a lot more interesting. Here's my thing. I, I don't believe they should change any type of format or any type of play. You don't think they should cut 82 games, here's bro? The thing, here's the thing to your you point. Load, about, you got um, load management coming up. You don't think they should change anything at all? In the, in the last five seasons, we're talking about the Golden State Warriors that made the championship the last five years okay and the player that led them supposedly changed the game so now he's taken a year off force from this hand injury so we're without this player that changed the game what are you going for with? this season that's exactly why nobody wants to watch the NBA so you think year. Steph Curry is the reason why the NBA ratings are down I think that's why uh, nobody wants to watch the Golden State Warriors right now. At and least. KD, but we're talking about the whole ratings as a whole. Yeah, but right? how many? How many yeah, games? The as a whole, it's like Steph and KD is the reason why the, the ratings well, are out, or is it because Zion has a place? No, game it's that's a hard game. question to ask, Gila, because remember the whole thing about China, right? I don't want to get political about this, but China has pretty much given up on the NBA. That's a huge percentage of the ratings, right? Um, I don't want to get into the politics. We already know what happened in Dermore. You guys know the whole issue. You guys know the whole story. LeBron James responded this and that, whatever, but. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that could have happened, but my main thing is I think it's just because it's a been a it's a long season in the NBA, and a lot of games just don't matter. Well, because they just don't fucking matter. Uh, like like I said, uh, everybody Steph Curry was the jersey bought the like top five the last five seasons, so he generates a lot of freaking view viewership across the globe. So when he's not being viewed in this year. Who's going to want to view just because the lineup changes in a bunch of different teams doesn't mean the ratings are going to go up. You know, it has, it has to be about the same player that they want to see. Okay. Last question. We'll end it with the dubs. Oh, it's Did already you... almost over. Wow. You know, it's only been like 21 minutes. We've been talking about. Come on, yes, sir. Man. Yeah. Damn, dude. Would you rather have the dubs tank the rest of the season or compete? Do you want, okay. You want me to answer that? Or do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Okay. Answer the question again. What is it? Should the Golden State Warriors tank the rest of the season, get a top five pick, or compete? It's not even a question. They're already on that way of tanking right now. This team has no talent at all. Justin can say whatever he wants. I don't care what he's going to say after this. 
Um, but we know what's going to happen next year. My they're, God, I'm so glad you brought this up. They're going to get the number one pick. Steph's going to come back. We're going to talk Clay's about this for gonna a while. going to stop it. Stop Let me finish. You're the host. Let me talk. <laughs> Steph's going to come back. Clay's going to come back. Draymond's going to come back. We're probably going to get the number one pick. We might get Giannis. So that's probably a pipe dream. But so um, this team's already on the way of tanking. And you know why? It's not even intentional. That's just how bad they suck. They're already on the way. Thank you, Tim. And you are done. All right. So th- here, here's the thing. The Warriors, they're, I wouldn't say they're tanking, tanking, but they're playing they're, the, the way they're playing this year. Steve Kerr is not coaching at 100%. And the way I'm going to break it down for you guys, you guys are going to listen to me for quite a bit here. So here we go. You have two minutes. Here we go. You have two minutes. You have 120 seconds. Here we go. Because you talk a lot. D'Angelo Russell is literally the best player on the Warriors right now. And that's not good. But he is not long to stay on the Golden State Warriors. So why would Steve Kerr give D'Angelo Russell the keys to the offense when he's literally just a pick-and-roll type player just like a James Harden when the Warriors offense is based on moving, passing the ball, cutting, slashing, and moving the ball a lot more? And check this check this number out. As a Golden State Warrior, D'Angelo Russell, when he has the ball in the games that he's played as a Golden State Warrior, has run pick-and-roll 41% of the time. When Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant were together, they've only ran pick-and-roll 21% at the most together when they've played together. So you can see the plethora of how much D'Angelo Russell has the ball in his hand in the offense in the Warriors. It's not Golden State Warriors basketball. Yes, he might be a Warrior next year. Maybe not. But here's the thing. I knew you were going to be passionate about the Warriors. Here's the thing. I knew you were going to be passionate. Tim, Tim, you had your turn. The Golden State Warriors, they're way above the salary cap and way below the luxury tax. And those are two different things that they have to, uh, you know, get above and get below before July 1st of the next free agent period. So here's the thing. The Golden State Warriors, they owe D'Angelo Russell, what, like $26, $27 million, maybe even more. So to get below that, they got to get below the luxury tax. They got to get above the salary cap all below, all before July 1st of next year. If they can do that with their number one pick, trading their number one lottery pick and D'Angelo Russell net, uh, before July 1st, or doing it bit by bit, making small trades here and there before July 1st next year. But my money is on they're not going to do anything until next this coming summer until the draft shows up at least because packaging D'Angelo Russell and the number one pick or whatever lottery pick they may have will profit them in a hefty return. And that's what they're looking for. A hefty return. Go ahead guys. God damn. Do I get to piggyback around this? Cause I was like fucking passionate as hell. No, good job, Justin. Good job, Justin. Good job hey, on that hey, analysis. I'll give you a call. No, I, I listen. My key I, is I, I, I listen before Gilo goes. Justin is one of the most loyal Golden State Warrior fans I I know. Um, I, I know I know sometimes he gets frustrated because I know he wants to talk Warriors all day. But we appreciate you, man. You truly are a, a Warrior fan at heart. Um, better than I will ever be. I'm trying. I'm trying to do my best and hold on for Christ, you guys. Man. Go ahead, G. That was pretty good. Yeah, go well, take it back behind the net with just a situation regarding this question. Yeah, I just feel that they should tank. Why? Because, you know, it's a lost season. Clay's not coming back. Steph is hurt, you know, and you have a lot of these rookies coming in that's trying to learn the system, what Kerr is trying to imply with everything. 
So you put that all together. You shut all the big stars down. You tank as it is. You let Pascal, you know, Looney and all them pull, you know, let them get back to what it is. So when they come back next year and hopefully we get a good pick, and I'm not saying this is without Giannis because I don't think we'll get Giannis. But if you get a number one pick, such as the gentleman from, from Memphis, that all you need is a true big that can board, put backs, and put all that, and then you have all this firepower, watch out, NBA. Because we, yes, we will come back and win another championship. And when we do win this championship, this will be the best championship out of all three that we won, better than the 2014-15 and better than the back-to-back what we do. Because why? Because we did it without KD. We did it when this team thought they were too old. And they thought they were in their prime when they had so much damn success, which, by the way, they became the team of the decade between all four sports. Yes, sir. This is the team that's going to come back and do it all again. So L.A., Lakers, L.A. Clippers, go get your shit because, watch, the next three years, while these guys are under contract, and who knows if D'Angelo Russell is going to be a part of it, if they win this one, this will be the sweetest one. Sweetest. Entire championships that they won in Golden State. Yes, sir. And that's rapid fire. That's rapid fire part four, ladies and gentlemen. And this is the competitor news podcast episode 30. We really appreciate everyone's listening support and for joining us for uh, this episode. So uh, we hope that everybody's going to have a happy holidays and a very <coughs> special Merry Christmas to everybody. And don't forget the NBA got a, uh, some Christmas games going on. They got Boston at Toronto, Milwaukee at Philadelphia, Houston at Golden State. Yes, sir. Uh, the two LA teams will be clashing. The Clippers and the Lakers. Would the, the LA Lakers will have a will have a home squad, and uh, the Pelicans will uh, go to Denver, which will round out the NBA games for that uh, uh, Christmas Day. But hey, Gilo, Tim, it's a uh, good to have you guys back. For episode 30, and I really appreciate hey, you guys. Hey, hell much, man. Hey, good, good to see you. Good shit, though. Golf Saturday, send us out. Just want to say, this, wanna say this, is our, this is probably our last podcast, all three together, for 2019. You know, it's been an honor. I'm coming for, back. I'm I mean, coming back. I don't know what you're talking about. Man, Kawhi you Leonard, ain't, you, you ain't bitch come, ass. You ain't coming until the seating is, is perfected, and that's going to be after New Year's. Kawhi Leonard. Right? Hey, real talk. Old management. Hey, real talk. Thanks, everybody. Uh, episode 30. Thank you, everybody. Just thank you. Thank yes, you, G. Love you guys. And fuck you, G. I'm Justin. That's Angelo. That's Tim. Episode 30, Competitor News Podcast. We out. Peace.